Hello, sweet people. I would like everybody to know that I am quite drunk right now. And should I be recording this? Probably not. So it is 8.13 p.m. on Wednesday. The podcast that is about to release tomorrow um, that you're listening to right now has already been recorded. It was actually recorded. I wasn't even going to record it, but it was recorded on what, Tuesday? When I was in a terrible mood. So we're just like a realm of positivity right now. Would you like to hear why I'm drunk right now and recording this? It's because it happened again. My Instagram, not only my Instagram, but my backup Instagram account and my Facebook, including my private Facebook group that has 4,000 women in it, was disabled again. Would you like to know why? I'll tell you in a second. If you hear a little bit of crinkle clangle, it's um, a glass of tequila with a tiny bit of Trace Amigos, uh, what's it called, margarita mix in it. I should just honestly start heroin or meth. And I know that that's not funny, but I'm not really in the mood to be funny nor politically correct. So if that offends you, then I'm very sorry. Um, It seems like everything that I do offends someone, someone is very upset with me. And I'm not really sure what I did um, to upset you, but I'm about to change my Instagram name. Hear me out. Ready? L-C-K-M-Y-B-L-Z. That stands for lick my motherfucking balls. Okay? Why was my Instagram disabled? Why was my backup account disabled? Why was my fucking Facebook disabled? I'll tell you why. It's because I was enjoying my fucking night. Posted a picture of my hair. Was great. And then some, some, uh, what's it called? Blank account, fake account, no profile pic, you know, no followers, like a fucking loser. Commented on my picture and said, DM me. And I was like, oh, I haven't received a dick pic in a while. Maybe it's a dick pic, a fresh dick pic for us all to laugh at. Okay, so I open it. Lo and behold, it's a dick pic, but it's not just a dick pic. It's a fucking micro penis. It's disgusting. It literally looks like a little tiny hot dog trying to escape from a crescent roll. And my friend Brady said that it, or maybe it was Taylor, I don't remember, uh, said that it looked um, uncircumcised. It's like an uncircumcised micro penis. Have you ever envisioned anything more fucking disgusting than that, right? So I'm just enjoying my day. Open it up, boom, right there in my face, okay? So then I, you know, send it to all my friends and we just laugh hysterically, like vomit a little bit in our mouths because that's what you do as a woman when you get unsolicited pictures of men's fucking penises. It's disgusting. Stop doing it. Okay, so just going about my day and then I post on my Instagram. I do not post the picture. Don't worry. But I get on there and I'm like, isn't it kind of fucking wild how like men can just send literal pictures of their wieners of their little small crayon sized dicks to women and they do not get deleted they don't get flat they don't even get flagged they just go about their day i bet that guy sent it to 15 other women who he's like oh yeah look at that and he, and he even wrote on it it's big sick okay anyway so um he just uh what was he saying oh so then i 
you know, send it to my friends. So then I screenshotted a conversation between me and my best friends talking about how disgusting it was. There was no picture of the dick, but there was a little bit of pube. Um, but then I got on my Instagram and I was like, isn't it just, and then they, and then Instagram deleted that picture. Okay. And I was like, isn't it so fucking crazy how you Instagram are just so quick to delete and protect the mic, protect the micro penis. That's what this episode is going to be called. Protect the micro penis at all costs. Like God forbid someone say anything about a micro penis. So, um, you know, they, they delete that really quick, but then boom, they take 13 days to give me my account back last time with no, um, explanation. And this is what I was just saying to some of my people. Okay. Maybe the first time there is speculation that maybe the first time I was disabled, it's because I was wearing an FJB hat. Okay. And I was wearing that in the weekend. And then on Sunday I was disabled. Maybe that got flagged. I can find it in myself. Okay. To realize that it's Instagram and they're like, Hey, this is our platform. We are let's, I'm just assuming we are a very liberal company. We do not like when people say F the president. And I get, I, I can find it in my soul to understand that. Okay. Hand on heart. I get that. Okay. But you are saying that a woman who receives a picture of a man's fucking dick should just sit there and be like, oh, you know, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just a little, oh, I should, I should be grateful that I received this picture of a fucking carrot wrapped in a crescent roll. Like, that's what you're saying, Instagram, and you've got it all fucking backwards. And I don't know who runs this and who runs it, but you definitely have a micro penis. And if that means that I will never be allowed back on Instagram at this point, I really don't fucking care because that is, I will go to the grave defending women, not having to deal with disgusting men who said that that is so wrong. And so ass backwards. If you want to delete me or disable me, whatever, for wearing a FJB hat, go ahead. Okay. I get it. Sure. You have your beliefs. Nobody should have their beliefs that a woman should have to receive that. Okay. So, um, now you're going to listen to my podcast that I recorded on Tuesday. That's me just being in a really fucking bad mood. Okay. Put it on my poll. And I was like, should I record this? Um, while I'm in a bad mood and people are like, yeah, sure. Like, sure. Show us, show us the realness. This is the realness. I'm so fucking mad. I posted that. And while I was typing it out that I was like, this is so backwards, just trying to, you know, say my opinion about why women should not be subject to receiving pictures like that and be okay with it. Like why, how, how there are literally like child pornography accounts and only fans and, and literally the Taliban like are on these social media accounts and nothing happens. But because I'm standing up for myself and standing up for women and saying that this is disgusting that we have to deal with, you're just gonna disable me. You're gonna get that fucking butt hurt. Like I, never mind, not gonna say it. <laughs> I hope you get fucked with a micro penis. Just kidding. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to. Um, Come on, let all my people know, you know, if, if you don't see my Instagram account, that's why. But my now third backup account is GB Clark underscore. You won't be able to find underscore GB Clark because that's been disabled 
as is just regular GB Clark. So um, GB Clark underscore, if you could just do me a solid, give me a follow, maybe share it with someone. I'm going to be drinking very heavily for the next multiple days just to have fun. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I should say. Let me take a sip. Hold on. I'm sorry that this is not a ray of positivity, not a ray of sunshine, but this is real fucking life. And it's just my career, you know? Um, but it's fine. I will be fine. I have, um, I'm honestly like, I'm just mad about the micro penis part. I'm not mad about like, like whatever, like f fuck you Instagram. Like if you want to cool, like whatever. Um, my entire livelihood isn't attached to you anymore. I actually got a brain and like, you know, branched out and, and doing a website. My literal graphic designer, uh, Angie, was at my house today, building out, like starting to build out my website. Like, I'm Gucci. I feel fine. I do want to say, and multiple people have said this to me, the loyalty of my following is something that I will literally never, ever fucking take for granted. Y'all are insane. I love you guys more than anything. I literally think of you as my best friends. And I just, <laughs> people are like, you literally grew, or your backup account has more followers in an hour than it took me in five years of my brand to get. And that is just something I will never overlook. I will never forget. <sighs> and anyway, um, good. It's gonna be a great fucking night. I'm about to go uh, shove a buck butt plug up my ass and um, <laughs> chug some tequila. So see you on the gram. GB Clark underscore. Enjoy this podcast. It's really fucking stupid. Um, but I love you guys more than anything. Talk to you soon. Hello, everybody. I am in a terrible fucking mood. Quick question. Um, that song in the beginning, does it suck balls or is it okay? Like, I never listen back to my podcast episodes for my, you know, sanity, but I probably should. And can someone just DM me, give me an honest review? Is the song okay or could it be changed? My editor told me that you can get uh, hit with copyright infringement if you just like steal a song. I was like, let's put like some hood rat. Can you say hood rat? Anyway, let's put some like crazy rap song, like, yeah, like fuck bitches game in the beginning, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh no, you can't do that. You can only choose from these tracks. And a lot of them sound like elevator music. And I was like, do you have anything that's like upbeat and like says, I don't know what's gonna go on in this episode, but it's gonna be kind of weird and people are going to be yelling. Anyway, um, I did a poll on my Instagram today to see whether or not uh, I should do this recording or if I should just perhaps skip the week because, um, of my mood and majority said, well, it was right now it's 60% save record 40%. Look at that math, say skip it. And I appreciate everyone who's like, Hey, if it's okay for your mental health, like, thank you so much. Um, then go ahead and do it. Look forward to it. It's awesome. But a lot of people are like, skip it, like take care of yourself, blah, blah, blah. So of course I chose to not take care of myself. Just kidding. I actually love to do this. This is therapy for me. Who knows how long this is going to be. It's either going to be five minutes or I'm just going to ramble for five hours. Um, I have no plan. So anyway, um, uh, I did have someone say, 
wrote me and was like, please, like your, your episode or your podcast is the highlight of my week. It's all that I look forward to. And let me tell you, sister, you either need a drinking partner. I am always available virtual or not, or like <laughs> some better dick. Cause this is, this is not going to be as exciting as you think. I mean, it might be, we don't know. Um, but anyway, um, thank you for everyone who messaged me, but I personally, um, think that my terrible fucking mood is warranted. Um, but who knows? I've been on the phone all morning, most of the morning with my friends, just got off the phone, uh, with my best friend, Brandy. If you remember her, she's the one with the wedding that I talked about. You know, we did Molly in the men's bathroom of a nightclub in Myrtle beach together. Um, so anyway, I was like, Hmm, like, should I record this episode? She's like, yeah, like, why not just start drinking? And I'm like, Brand, it's 11 AM. I've been drinking since nine. And she's like, oh God, like this is, a, <laughs> this is a recipe for a disaster. Like this is probably going to be your last podcast. This is how people get canceled. Um, but anyway, and then I took my dogs to the park and do your dogs ever get like this? <laughs> because Henry can sense when I'm in a bad fucking mood. It's just like how you always stub your toe when you're in a bad mood. But he was doing the thing when you're trying to like grab him and then he gets really close to you but then runs away and then he's like ha 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 and you're like laughing and kind of like crying at the same time that's me right now I am laughing and crying I'm so <laughs> fucking stressed out with shit going on in my life but they're all great problems to have um one of my favorite quotes what is it? It's not a quote. It's just a scenario. Think of this. Okay. Someone said this to me literally when I was like 10 years old and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, if you, if everyone in the world wrote down their problems on a piece of paper, okay, folded it up and then they put it into a pile and then someone mixed them all up and then everyone reached in and took out a piece of paper and read someone else's problems, they'd be like, oh fuck, like I want my problems back, right? Like some of my problems I am so grateful to have. Some of them are about, um, you know, selling my house. Some of them are about my business and they're not necessarily problems, they're just stressors. They're stressing me the fuck out. Um, so some of them are out of my control and that's fine, but I have the opportunity to have them, if that makes sense. So that is something that I am always thinking about. Some of my problems fucking suck and I would not wish them upon anyone. And that's a story for a different time. But I always, um, what is that? What is that quote that people, that you're not supposed to say? So you know how some people say like, hey, it could be worse. Don't ever say that to someone. And no one's said that to me. I'm just saying this out loud. Like, do not ever say to someone, Hey, well, you know, it could be worse. That's like, if somebody says they're happy and you saying, well, you know, there's people out there who are happier. Like everything is relative. Everything is the uh, perception is reality. How someone perceives their problems, their anger, they're stressed about something that might not stress you out. That might not make you mad. That doesn't make you right or wrong and them a good or bad person. You need to just learn to like give everybody grace. But I fucking hate when I hear people say to others, hey, well, it could be worse. Also, another fucking terrible thing, like not terrible thing, but <laughs> something that I'm thinking about is mental health is like a real fucking thing. I remember someone also said this to me a couple years ago and it clicked like, 
No, but if you broke your leg, nobody is going to say to you like, oh, it's all in your leg. Like, just get over it. Like your brain is a, oh God, what is it? An organism, a, a muscle, something like that. Like it's actually something that I think people overlook. And yes, mental health is talked about so much now. And I'm so appreciative of that. But um, nobody says like, oh, it's all in your leg. Like people really need to give people grace and and help people out when they're having like, anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, I'm very, uh, someone wrote to me and was like, Hey, like I would love, you know, thank you so much for showing like the real or like the real shit. Like not everything is rainbows and butterflies. And as she said, like as someone who suffers from, excuse me, uh, depression, PTSD, I think she said, I appreciate when, when other people talk about it. And I just have to say, if you suffer from depression or <clears throat> PTSD, I don't even, I can't even imagine. Um, I like feel for you so fucking bad because I definitely have anxiety. At some points it's crippling depending on how much alcohol and how long I've drank for. Um, but th like the depression side of it, I can confident, not confidently say I'm, I'm, pretty sure that I like, I don't go into, I don't go into like depressive, uh, states, if that makes sense. Like I'm naturally a very happy person. I just get fucking anxious and stressed and that. Um, but I have talked to many people who suffer from depression and I just feel for you so fucking bad because it's a cat. I, okay. Not a doctor. This could be totally wrong, but isn't it like a chemical imbalance in your brain? Like, that's like something that you cannot control. Anyway, I just feel for you if you're going through that, like not that it means anything, but thinking of you and praying for you and, and hope that it gets better. Um, I, this is like TMI maybe, I am not someone who believes for myself in medication to get like real deep with you and to give you some of my backstory. Um, my, and this is also why I like hate going to the doctor's office, but when my parents told us that, uh, like my brother and I, that they were going through a divorce, I was younger and, you know, I had like the, the hospital checkup, whatever it's called. Like you go as a kid and you, you get a checkup and you know, you sit down and they start asking you questions like, Hey, how's it going? How's home life? Like blah, blah, blah. And I just started crying because my parents had just told me that they were getting a divorce and and the doctor looked at me. She's like, oh, but, and then she put me on, she's like, oh, depressed. Oh, and like all this stuff. She put me on this medication. She put, and I could be getting the story flipped by anyway, um, put my brother on one as well. Like he had, I don't want to share his story, but you know, suicidal, not good things happen. Um, and then I, like, I remember literally taking one of those pills one day and I did not speak for 24 hours. And I was like, fuck this. Like, this is not meant for me. I also, on the other hand, know so many people who are on medication for anxiety or, uh, depression, other things. And they thrive. They said that their life would never be the same if they weren't on it. And it's such a good thing for them. So, um, I'm not telling you this to try to persuade, obviously with someone either way, I'm just sharing a story because I'm in a, um, mood where I just feel like talking at the wall, which is what I do every day anyway, but, um, that's just my thing. A lot of people do say to me, even my very close friends, they say, Hey, like if you took 
Like, here's just a personal thing. If I lick Xanax, I will literally sleep for 24 hours. Like, I am so sensitive to medicine. I don't take Advil. It makes me feel weird. Like, even if I take zinc, uh, you know, you're supposed to take it. It's either you're supposed to take it on a full stomach or a not full stomach. I don't know. I do it both, and they all make me very nauseous. I just do not like medicine. I don't like drugs, obviously. Um, Not my thing, Um, except for that one time but we'll talk about that or you can listen to one of my first episodes. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Anyway. Um, so I was thinking about this on my walk, right? But like, what are things that I do when I'm in a bad mood, right? And this is going to be different for everyone. I realize that people don't have a flexible schedule like I do. People don't work out of their home like I do. Um, They don't have dogs, which are lifesavers like I do. But anyway, things, the number one thing that I always try to do, um, well, I guess this is number one, is fix someone else's problem. It is my go-to thing when I am in a bad mood. Okay. So it just happened that happened to be that Brandy, my best friend had like flooding in her basement and she blah, blah, blah. So I immediately picked up the phone and I was like, yo, talk me through this. Uh, one of my other friends, their parents was feeling sick with, uh, COVID. Hey, Talk to me about this. Like, how are they? You know what I mean? I'm trying to focus on something else. Now, some people might say that that's masking. I've had my friend Amanda say that sometimes I mask my problems, which is true. Um, But one of the first things I try to do is like find someone else's problem to help solve, like big or small. Try to help someone in some sort of way. It takes your mind off of your own problems. It could make your problems seem... Uh, less, um, which is not the best, you know what I mean? Like, it's just always worked for me, but overall too, like being, feeling present. So like I put down my phone, I literally grab my dogs and I snuggle with them. I look them in the, like dogs, I'll get emotional talking about it. So I'm not going to, but dogs can literally save your life. If you have any sort of anxiety, depressed, whatever it is, any sort of sadness, Ever. A dog will instantly make you feel better. I literally hand on heart promise you, even if that dog eats your remotes and eats your shoes like Henry. Actually, Henry hasn't eaten a shoe in a while. He's a good boy. Um, but that, but also just like being present and like literally opening your eyes and looking around. That sounds really stupid. But anyway, like I just put everything away that is not in the present. Like, I don't want to watch TV. I don't want to be on social media. I don't want to read a fiction book. And again, this is just me. I need to be literally in the present. So like clean an area of your house. If you're at work, maybe go outside without your phone and just like look at the fucking trees. Like that would make me feel better um, for a short amount of time, long amount of time. I don't know. Everyone's different. I don't know if this is helping. But also other things um, that I'm thinking of is like mundane tasks. Isn't it proven? Like, that's why, um, 
they have like adult coloring books now. Like I can't tell you, I have a um, coloring book that's literally just swear words. And like you color in like S U C K. Like I should actually, I'm going to make a coloring book that, and every single page is just going to say lick my balls in different fonts. Um, but anyway, like do a puzzle. Like for me, I packed a, I packed two boxes to move. And I was like, Oh, that makes me feel a little bit better. Um, but just things that are like present. Does that make sense? Probably not. But, um, Anyway, another thing, if you are in a bad mood, if you are pissed off at someone, I highly recommend write a letter to that person, write a text message, perhaps write the text message in the note section of your phone, not so that you don't accidentally hit send before you're ready. Um, but write out a nice letter, pen to paper, maybe perhaps type an email, um, send or write out a text message with everything that you would like to say to this mofo. And then Read it, laugh at it, ha ha, what a, and then delete it because it's going to feel good. And I'm sure that you've heard this before, but I did it this morning and it was very therapeutic. Um, but just get it out and send it to people too. be like, look, look how good this is. I sent one to my friend Amanda this morning and she was like, wow, my jaw literally dropped. Did I send it? No. Should I have? Probably, but I didn't. But did I feel better? Fuck yeah. Obviously, you know, the smart people will say exercise, it raises, is it dopamine or endorphins? I'm not sure. Um, but that's good for you, I believe, in having a nice cocktail or five if you can handle it. I actually had someone reach out to me and they were like, Gretchen, it made me really sad when you talked about the fact that you drink every day before work. You shouldn't tell people to drink every day before work. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Nobody should take the things that I say that seriously. Okay. I, like I said in that podcast very clearly, I work from home. I do not leave the home. If I do, perhaps it's once in the afternoon, but all of my meetings are here. My business is here. My dogs are here. I, um, if I am drinking <laughs> and I'm not guzzling <laughs> drinks, some, uh, it, but that's okay. It's just the, um, the part of getting to know each other. We're like in a new relationship, still working out the kinks, you know, but, uh, yeah, I'm not like chugging tequila in the morning. I'm putting Bailey's in my coffee. One, it makes me happy. Two, it tastes delicious. And three, I just want to, but anyway, no, if you are driving to work, please don't drink alcohol. Just want to make that clear. But anyway, those are things that I do um, besides the exercising part, because that's only, that doesn't necessarily make me happy. Um, it should, I need to switch my mindset on that. <sighs> anyway, um, it's Tuesday afternoon. By the time you're listening to this, it's either Thursday or five years in the future, five years in the future. Never mind. I'm not going to get into it. Um, but I hope that, um, everyone is in a joyful mood today. Oh, I did have an odd random thought the other day when I was at the gym, I was actually talking to someone who had just gotten back from Disneyland. Disneyland is a crock of shit. Okay. Disney world, Disneyland, whatever one it is, it is so fucking expensive. You know how it says like the happiest place on earth. No, it's the most expensive place on earth. I went into a rabbit hole one day and was looking up. I like saw this TikTok or something of this woman who was like adding up the cost to take her two little brats to Disney world. And it was like 50 grand, not really, but it was super fucking expensive. Here's my thing. 
Why don't we just create a Disney World that's like in North Georgia? These kids are not gonna know. Like, be like, look, there's a bar for mommy and there's Mickey Mouse. Like, he looks a little drunk. Yeah, but we're in Disney World. Like, yay. Like, look, our hot dogs are not 15 and a half dollars. They're only $2. Like, what? How? how would they know? You know? Like... Do they realize that they have to get on a plane and then get off in Florida? No. Just make Disney World, like, just gather. If I was a parent, I would gather up, you know, all my parent friends and I would I would create something. I'd save a shit ton of money and I would probably actually make it into a brilliant business plan. You'd probably make a bunch of money. Um, but, you know, like, that place sucks. Um, anyway. Oh, I also found out that the Spice Girls... Um, their original band name, am I like an encyclopedia now? Am I trivia? You know what? I fucking hate trivia. The people who go to the, I don't hate the people, but when you go to a bar on like Tuesday nights at 7 PM and you play trivia, fuck that. It is the worst. Uh, it's almost worse than bowling. Bowling is terrible. And you know, what's weird about bowling is that during the pandemic that we're in still, is that people are like going to bowling alleys, sticking their nasty fingers in the balls that someone else has stuck their nasty finger fingers in. And then they're going back to the table in their ugly ass shoes and picking up a chicken wing and licking the sauce off their fingers. That's fucking disgusting. I hate bowling. It is not fun. It's so loud. It hurts my back. My fingers are stuck in balls. Not the good kind. You have to wear the ugly ass shoes. And what do you wear? What do you wear to a bowling alley? And then you walk up, you know that everyone's just seeing if your leggings are see-through. Everybody's just staring at your butt. And it's just terrible. And then it's like, woo, strike. And it's like, God, get me the fuck out of here. Don't ever take me bowling, Troy. I don't want to go. Okay. And trivia, stupid. What was I saying? Oh, <coughs> excuse me. I need some tequila. Mm. Um, oh, the Spice Girls, their original band name <laughs> was Touch. Can you imagine if it's like, woo, like I'm going to see Touch. Like, thank God. I don't know who came up with that. If it was <clears throat> what are their names? Sporty Spice, Lemon Spice, not Lemon Spice. <laughs> That's a seasoning, you fucking moron. Um, anyway, glad they changed it because that would have ruined my life. Other things that have not ruined my life, I've recently learned that nutmeg is actually an, I can't say this word, hallucinogenic. Oh, killed it. Hallu no, hallucinogen. It's a hallucinogen. So if you take it in like, you know, large ass, doses, it has, it can like fuck with your brain. And I put nutmeg in my coffee almost every single morning because instead of cinnamon, I've been putting pumpkin pie spice and there's nutmeg in it. But ever since I learned that I've been dabbling in a little bit more nutmeg than normal, haven't really noticed much of an effect. Um, perhaps that's why I have 15 pimples on my face. Just kidding. That's my shitty ass birth control. Oh, by the way, during my bad mood today, I called my doctor who, you know, long story short, I was very stern. If there's one thing that I have learned from my mother is she said, there are times to be 
a bitch and there are times to not be right which i think is so true like like my uh, my uh, i'm stuttering uh slogan whatever okay don't be a dick but also don't mistake my kindness for weakness okay like there are times to not be a dick which is 95% of your life but there's that 5% where you need to you need to put your foot down and be like listen here's my big dick give me my old birth control like, learn, uh, figure it out with the insurance. Please, thank you so much. I appreciate you. But please get me my old birth control. And they were like, can't. And I was like, can I talk to someone else, please? I'm going crazy. And they were like, okay, fine. And so then they gave it to me. So to be frank, Fr Frank's Hot Dogs. Is that the brand? Hot Dogs are fucking disgusting. If you eat hot dogs, but you don't like give your boyfriend a blow job or you're the kind of person who like asks for a new fork when it dropped on the floor at a restaurant. Like your shit is ass backwards. Literally ass is what a hot dog is. They're disgusting. Have you ever looked at what's in a hot? Ugh, nasty. <laughs> Except for I used to love a hot dog cut up in um, Kraft macaroni and cheese. Honestly, one of the best meals. But I will say there are a lot of plant-based hot dog options. I'll try to put some on my stories. Um, they're really good. I'm really past... Uh, I don't like love plant-based meat right now. It's super processed. A ton of it is not good for you. But I will say that if you are like, oh, plant-based food is so processed, but you eat like Cheez-Its and shit, like fuck off. Like, uh, anyway, and some meat is disgusting. Okay, I'm not going to get into it, but hot dogs, what? Maybe try a plant-based option. See if you like it. Put it in some Kraft macaroni and cheese. Promise you, you won't tell the difference. Put a lot of ketchup and mustard on it. Do you want to know how my grandfather ate a hot dog? Even nastier than just the hot dog itself. He would put peanut butter underneath the bun, put in the little wiener into the bun, and then top it with mustard. That is disgusting. It's probably, um, I probably ate it a few times as a child and loved it. But now, what was I saying? Oh, to be frank. Um, I was, before I started this, I was like, hmm, what am I going to talk about? Then I'm like, you know what? Just pick up the mic and let's just talk. But I will say like, this is why a big reason why I started my Instagram, why I started the, the plat, my whatever in general is because so much of what people see is just highlight reels. And I think that it's, it, it's important, right? If you have, if someone has a platform on social media, right? Like you need to take breaks. You have to protect your mental health. Like what we do isn't necessarily quote hard. It's just a lot of your energy. It's like when I open up my DMs, it's one of my favorite things in the world to do. But it is a lot of, hey, Gretch, here's a, here's a paragraph. I would love your advice on it. That takes, it, it's not hard. I, I, I'm very aware of that. I'm not saying that my job is, quote, hard. But it, it's just a lot of um, energy. It's a lot of mental stimulation. It's a lot of thought process. It's a lot of heart and soul goes into my platform. I take a high level of responsibility for having it. I feel like we are all such close friends and I've never met 99% of you in person, but I just feel like y'all deserve my all, but you also deserve for people to be fucking real. And so I think that a lot of people take time off, like, you know, the big, the, the people with, 
you know, huge platforms. They take time off, which is great for their mental health, but they almost don't show themselves taking the time off, which makes it seem like everything in their life is perfect and their houses are perfect. Their kids are perfect. They're, 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 what did I, did I say that? Like they look perfect and they seem like they're so happy all the time, which a lot of people, you know, can be, and that can be true, but I, I do wish, and I'm, I think that the world is moving towards this, which I'm very happy about is that it's very normal to have fucking bad days. It's very normal to like want to bash your head against a wall, right? (laughs) Fuck, I hope it's normal to cry. It's normal to get so stressed out that you want to cry. It's normal to be pissed off and like not want to talk to people. Like it is so fucking normal. This world is not some merry-go-round like it's not always easy and again everything like perception is reality and everything is relative so like your life if you have a problem in it you might be like oh well that's not that big of a deal like it's not compared to someone else like that's okay. It's not, it's not your job to make your problems bigger so that they match up to someone else's right now on the same hand, we don't, you know what I talked about in the first episode, like everyone needs to remove the butt plugs, drink some tequila. Like we don't need to be so fucking sensitive as far as being offended by other people. I just wanted to say that that's a completely different topic, but like everyone goes through shit. Everyone has uh, uh, things that they are dealing with. What's the fucking quote? Be kind to everyone, uh, for everyone is battling a, uh, what issue you don't know anything about. Like there's so much about people that you don't fucking know. Like give people grace. Like if someone cuts you off in traffic, don't just automatically honk at them. Maybe say fuck you under your breath, but smile. Maybe they're having a bad fucking day. You know what I was thinking about? And I don't think I said this, but you know, I was like, oh, well, maybe someone has diarrhea and that's why they're cutting you off. That is very true. But what if like, this is sometimes what I think about, and this is super deep. Should I share it? Fuck it. I sometimes think like, what if I piss someone off and it like, they're already having a terrible fucking day. And then they go home and they're like mean to their dog, or they like forget to feed their dog or they yell at their dog because you made them in a bad mood. Like you have Everyone needs, this is government, everyone needs to take personal responsibility for like the energy that you put out into the world. It doesn't always have to be perfect, doesn't always have to be happy, but like don't ruin someone else's day, you know, because you're being a dick. Like, anyway, I get, is that, is that counterintuitive? What's the word? Hypo- hypothetical? Not hypothetical, hypocritical? Like, okay. Everyone is allowed to have bad days. It's very normal, but I don't, I think that you should talk to your people, uh, have outlets, write in a journal, drink some tequila, walk your dogs, yell, scream, blah, but don't, uh, be dicks to other people at the same time. Does that make sense? Is that hypothetical, hypocritical, hypocritical? I don't know. Does everybody know what I'm trying to say? I can't overthink it um, because then I just go into a spiral like I already am. So anyway, I hope you guys know like everyone is fucking normal. Everyone goes through shit, has bad days, is ugly. We can talk about that too. Like we are all ugly. We all have bad days. We all have days where we don't change out of our pajamas. Me, I slept in this sweatshirt. 
I ran errands in this sweatshirt. I don't have a bra on. I'm gonna sleep in it tonight. Probably the next night. It's fucking comfortable. Um, but anyway... I love you guys. Thank you for giving me like this is I don't care if one only one person's list a person listens to this. This is literally therapy for me. It makes me honestly emotional to think how fucking lucky I am that I have this sort of outlet. I honestly wish I could buy a microphone for every single person and they could plug it into their laptop and just talk because and I feel very um, grateful that I feel like you guys don't judge me, which is such a beautiful feeling to have. And like, you know, people could judge, you know what I mean? I just don't feel judged by y'all. I feel so fucking accepted. And I just, you know, people say to me sometimes, Gretch, like you give back so much, like you don't have to put so much time into your followers and the emails that you get and like, it's okay to like go to bed without having answered 50 emails. Like it's, I feel like I owe you guys so much because you have created and with me for me, it's not with me, this like space where I can literally talk, have no fear of judgment and so supportive. And it's the least that I can do to like, support y'all back, love you guys back, and um, all of that. So anyway, I just wanted to say that. If you're listening to this and you have no idea who I am, <laughs> that's okay. Um, but um, what am I supposed to say at the end? Oh, five stars, duh. Um, Instagram, GB Clark. Also have a Facebook group. You can um, find that in the link in the bio of my Instagram. Sorry, I have to make sure I say that correctly. What else? That's it for now. Um, I love you guys. Next week, we will be in a much better mood. My house will be completely packed. Um, maybe I'll have less pimples. And, you know, it's going to be a great fucking week. I love you guys. Talk to you later.